0: 17 You're so weak. Yo, 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 what's going on y'all, it's your motherfucking boy, ADB CEO, Crypto Nandaz, I'm here with another episode, yeah, we almost died, we could almost die broke, you know this shit ain't no joke, and before we get into the episode, I just wanna let you guys know, that we are on Rumble, we are on TikTok, we're on Instagram, we're on Twitter, we're on YouTube, we're on Pornhub, we're on OnlyFans, we're on Model Hub. we're on every fucking site that you could think of, bro, come check us out, Come show your boy some love. Come write to me. If you're watching this on Spotify, you can swipe up on the podcast. There will be a Q&A there. Answer a question. Interact with your boy. You know what I'm saying? Um, but listen, I want to talk to you guys about the UFC because I'm going to be real with you guys. I'm going to keep it 100. The UFC might just be, and I think honestly, not even might. I mean literally is the best sports organization, sport organization in the world. In the world. Like, there is nothing that compares. I don't care if you want to tell me, oh, there's one championship. Oh, there's this, there's that, there's PFL, there's Bellator, there's... I don't want to hear none of that shit, okay? When it comes to mixed martial art, the UFC is the best sport organization. Mixed martial art organization. I shouldn't even say sport, because it is a combat sport, but you know, they're they only doing MMA, so it's like... <laughs> They're the best MMA company or best MMA platform that anyone could ever fight for, right? When it comes to pay, you know, they have a little bit of their problems. But when it comes to having a platform where where you can leverage yourself and pretty much just become a star, the UFC is the best place to do that. And I think... There's, there's, there's times coming, man. There's, there's changes that are, are about to happen. And um, a lot of the fights that are about to happen in the next couple of weeks are going to determine those changes. So you guys already know that Nate Diaz, the legend, right, has retired from the sport. Nate Diaz beat Tony Ferguson in UFC 279 by a rear naked choke. Choked him out, I believe, in the fourth round. Got the dub. He didn't fight Hamza Chumaev, which I thought was going to be a crazy fight. I thought, Honestly, I thought Hamza was going to just eat him alive. I did have some doubt towards the end when the fight was about to happen, like a few days before. And I was like, uh, Nate Diaz is a dog. You know, like Nate Diaz does not give a fuck, you know. So, But the way that Hamza has handled uh, Holland, Holland being the bigger, more physical person and younger person... If you were to compare Holland to Diaz, then shit, Hamza would have killed Diaz, right? But now we have UFC 280 coming up. UFC 280 and we have some stars on that card that I want to talk about because there's a lot of things happening here. Charles Oliveira versus Islam Makachev. This is all new gen stuff. Even though these guys have been here, this is these are new faces. Right, like Charles Oliveira has had the the belt, he's had the title for about a year, I think it was right before this, or what did it even last a year with it before he got it stripped from him? I don't know, but Charles Oliveira is relatively new to the top five um, rankings, to the you know the championship uh, conversation, the champion conversation, right, championship conversation, whatever you want to say. He's pretty much new to the scene, even though he's been around and he has a nice win streak. Islam is also pretty new to the top five rankings, even though he has a win streak and he's been around, right? We also have Aljamain Sterling versus TJ Dillashaw. TJ Dillashaw has had his history with EPO, right? And using steroids and whatnot. But here's my thing, guys. Here's my thing about, like, steroids and whatnot. Like, it enhances you. It enhances you and makes you, like... You know, it, it makes you have like more endurance. It makes you um, able to recover faster from tough workouts. You know, like you know, faster than the average person. That's why it's a steroid. Uh, it, it helps you with with a lot of things, but at the end of the day, it's not going to wake you up and get you to the gym. You know what I mean? You still have to do that. You still have to. Throw your punches you still have to use your brain it doesn't mean that if you take a steroid right that your your body just goes into some type of autopilot mode and you start fucking fighting like a superhuman you still have to think left right okay duck you know whatever whatever right so even though tj took steroids that's not to say that he's not a good fighter He's an incredible fighter and a dangerous one, and I think Aljamain Sterling has to be careful because he has power, right? He has power, and I feel like if Pyotr Jan can knock down Aljamain Sterling, what do you think TJ Dillashaw is going to do? I would like to think that TJ Dillashaw has more power than Jan, whereas Jan is quicker and has more um, precision, um, we also have Pyotr Jan fighting, right? What a coincidence. Pyotr Jan is fighting against Sean O'Malley on that same card. This is October 22nd, right? And wow, it's that's fucking crazy. I'm looking at it right here, and it's saying that it's at 2 p.m. This is in Abu Dhabi, yeah. So it's at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. That's insane. So Pyotr Jan is fighting Sean O'Malley, and here's what I think about that. Sean O'Malley is a great fighter. A lot of people don't give him credit because of his hair. A lot of people don't give him credit because of his antics. A lot of people don't give him credit because he's kind of cringy and people hate that shit. But listen, it doesn't bother me. I'm not a fucking, like, I'm not one of these, like, weird ass kids who, like, are so offended by other people's lives on the internet, right? Or other fucking, I don't know. It's just weird. So to see Sean O'Malley. You know, all like cringy and whatnot. Like I don't, I don't know. I I see it. I see it for what it is, right? Like I see it as a character. He's playing a character, and he's very good at what he's doing. He's doing a lot of this shit on purpose. You know, a lot of his antics, a lot of the things that he's doing, is on purpose. He wants the attention. It's not because he's an attention whore, but it's because he understands the attention brings more opportunities. Right, he has sponsorship. I think, honestly, Sean O'Malley might be a millionaire already. Like he's he hasn't even fought in the top five yet, right? And I think he's already a millionaire. Like he literally might be a millionaire. I don't know. Let me let me actually like confirm that right here for you guys. Sean O'Malley net worth. Sean O'Malley net worth. He's worth 1.1 million according to Sports Zion. I don't know how trustworthy that is. But hey, it goes according to what I said, so you know what? I'm gonna believe it. <laughs> but listen guys, he's if he's not worth a million, he's pretty goddamn close to it, right? So that's my point. He didn't even need to fight anybody in the top five while these guys are fucking clawing their ways to the top because, you know, this is all they have. And they're not getting paid much because they don't know what to do from the marketing standpoint. Whereas Sean O'Malley is a little bit more in tune. Well, not a little bit. He's a lot more in tune with the youth and tiktok and how things work right how to promote yourself how to go viral etc etc whereas like older people or people from different countries who aren't really like tech savvy and shit like that they might be great fighters but they're not getting paid millions while sean o'malley literally dyes his fucking hair and fucks around and and you know i'm saying smokes weed and like he doesn't give a shit he's He's paid. He's been paid more than a lot of the people that have been in the UFC for ten plus years, right? So that's all I have to say about Sean O'Malley. He's a great fighter. People sleep on him. If you look at his feints, some of the feints that he does are so believable, and they and like a lot of people bite on them. Like they're so good. If you look at his feints, he like he he will even move his head, right? Like in the opposite direction. To pretty much fake a spin Like a spinning kick or some shit like that He'll move his head in the opposite direction Then snap it back And that will pretty much get the opponent to react As if he was going to throw a spinning kick to the head Or some shit like that When that opponent reacts Sean O'Malley will then fucking feint an uppercut Get him to react again And then Sean O'Malley will throw a fucking left hook Or some shit like that With a fucking cross Down the middle And knock the dude down you know, like he's 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 legit, but Pyotr Jan is le- legit. Pyotr Jan has been working. Pyotr Yan has been training. I've been watching him. I've been watching all of these guys. Pyotr Yan has been fucking training. He he's in um he's in uh Thailand right now, training with uh, Tiger Muay Thai. Um, if you guys don't know who they are, they also train with Valentina Shevchenko, uh, Faziv. Uh, Hamza Chumai actually went down there to train for the Gilbert Burns fight. Um, they've they've trained a lot of people. Like, literally, like, almost just about everyone has gone to Tiger Muay Thai to get some work in, right? And, um, yeah, Thailand is just big for that type of shit. So people have to fucking visit Thailand, right? So Piotr Jan has been working. He's been doing a lot of footwork. He's been doing a lot of weights. He's been doing a lot of, like, You know, that type of stuff. Resistance and stuff like that. And he's getting strong. And I don't know... I don't know what his game plan is. From what I see, he's getting strong, but he's still ripped. And, like, he's small. He's skinny. So he's not, like... He's not going to lose too much, like, speed. Because he's going to be fast anyways because he's a small guy. I just don't know, like, what the plan is here. You know what I mean? Like, does he plan to wrestle Sean O'Malley? Perhaps... You know, maybe Sean O'Malley has the speed on him. Uh, Maybe Sean O'Malley, well, Sean O'Malley definitely has the range on him. So maybe he won't want to play that game with range and whatnot. Maybe he'll want to just, instead of being like volume, he'll be more like counter. So while Sean O'Malley throws all his shots, he'll, um, Pyotr Jan will just sit back and just counter with strong popping shots, you know um i'm not sure what his plan is maybe he wants to wrestle sean o'malley because sean o'malley you know i don't think anyone has ever i mean actually was it cheeto vera that took him down or something like that i'm not sure but sean o'malley we haven't really seen on the ground as much and it's because a lot of his fights are like hamza chemise fights and they're fucking short as hell um though he's not no damn hamza trust me but they're Relatively short, you know, you don't really get to see much of Sean O'Malley because he's either finishing people or the fight, just something weird happens. But um UFC 280, October 22nd at 2 p.m., Abu Dhabi. Like, this is, this card right here literally determines so much because if Charles Oliveira wins, that's that's a fucking fight with Conor McGregor in Brazil. If Islam Makachev wins, then shit, that's a fight... <laughs> If Islam Magachev wins, McGregor has, I would rather McGregor fight Charles Oliveira than Islam. The reason why is because if Charles Oliveira is going to get hit by anyone, anyone that he fights, right? The majority of people that he fights, like he's going to get hit. McGregor is not someone you want to get hit by. And I would, I, I would, I would say that McGregor hits about as hard as Chandler if not harder, because it's a different type of punch. Whereas Chandler is throwing, like, hooks. You know what I mean? Chandler's throwing hooks, but McGregor is throwing, like, pistons down the middle. Like, he's throwing, like, they're like cinder blocks coming down in a straight line, like a fastball on the MLB, right? And And it's like, whack! Like, you know, it's like straight punch. Whereas Michael Chandler is doing a lot of, like, strength punching, you know hooks and and that is effective too and trust me that fucking hurts but i think mcgregor is someone who could really like knock you like you know how oliveira hit that straight punch on fucking Gaethje, and Gaethje just fell down that's the type of punching that mcgregor does and if Gaethje fell down and mcgregor did that shit to oliveira what the fuck do you think is going to happen Oliveira's going to try to fall back and then bait mcgregor into his guard to try to get a submission or something when he's hurt But McGregor has some fucking good ass hammer fist And like his ground and pound is actually pretty good That people don't really understand that McGregor is better than what you think Like though he lost to Dustin Poirier He lost to Dustin Poirier And he lost to fucking Khabib Right um, Who else did he lose to recently? That, that, I think that's it Right So he's lost to Dustin Poirier twice and Khabib You know what I mean? Like, Dustin Poirier is here in the top. He's been in the top five for how fucking long? Like, Khabib is Khabib. You know? So it's like McGregor has lost to the best fighters on the planet. You know what I'm saying? If he lost to two of the greatest fighters on the planet, then he must be number three, four, or five. He's still top five. You know what I mean? So it's like there is a chance if he trains hard enough, if he commits himself, if he works on the gas tank, if he, you know, flows with his punches better again, you know, like it, it, he can do this. All of this shit's mental. So there's a lot weighing on this card because whoever wins and whoever gets that belt, that 155 belt, You're fighting McGregor. like You're guaranteed a money fight. So they're not just fighting for um, the belt. Though they are fighting for the belt. They're not just fighting for the belt. They're fighting for a money fight after. They're fighting for that McGregor fight. And if McGregor beats Islam, you know what's happening after that. You know what's happening after that. Khabib is coming right back. Khabib is coming right back and giving McGregor that rematch. Because guess what? If Islam... right? If Islam beats Charles Oliveira, and Islam is the champ of the 155 division, lightweight division, the division that Khabib ran, right? McGregor comes in, starches Islam, beats him, right? Somehow beats Islam. Khabib is going to come back, rematch McGregor. The winner is the fucking champ. You know how crazy it would be if Khabib just came back and won his belt back? <laughs> you know how crazy it would be if McGregor defended his 155 belt against Khabib, his rival, his arch nemesis, and beat him? Jesus. Jesus. Like, we're we're talking crazy numbers, right? But let's think about the other way around. Charles Oliveira beats Islam. If he beats Islam, he's he, he's like a legend. Like, he's like, Charles Oliveira is the GOAT, right? If he beats Islam, this is like his hardest challenge right now. Islam Makachev. If he beats Islam Makachev, then Conor McGregor goes to Brazil, and they have this whole big-ass Brazil event. We're talking numbers, bro. Like, we're talking numbers. But yeah, man, I don't really talk about the UFC as much as I, like, want to. And simply it's because... I just haven't, you know. I've been watching every event. I've been up to date with it. I tweet about the UFC. I'm like, I'm heavily invested into Block Asset. Uh, I'm tweeting. I'm commenting under every UFC's post. I'm talking to the community members. I'm, you know, like, I'm very involved in this whole MMA world. But I haven't made episodes on it. And I'm just thinking to myself, like, why not make episodes on, like, the big events? Like, I don't have to be these guys who fucking talk about every fight night every fucking single fight and talk about all these people but when there's events like this when there's events that are literally going to change a lot right like like ufc 280 it's worth talking about so i hope you guys enjoyed this little like you know this little different podcast episode today if you did and you want me to uh post more ufc content mma content because it doesn't have to be ufc it could be anything uh you know swipe up if you're on Spotify swipe up I'm going to ask the same question do you want more MMA content say yes or no It's been your boy and I appreciate you guys for being here thank you so much I'm out